0: Welcome to the What Matters Most podcast, presented by First United Bank & Trust. That's my bank. Visit us today at mybank.com. Hello and welcome to What Matters Most, a podcast all about finances, community, savings, and security for you, your family, and your business. This podcast is brought to you by the helpful folks at my bank, First United Bank & Trust. I'm your host, Eric Nutter, and in today's episode, What Matters Most is the Main Street Loan Program's, and for this helpful discussion, I am thankful to be joined remotely today by Tony Rotersheimer, Commercial Relationship Manager, serving the Frederick, Maryland market for First United. Hey, Tony, how's it going?
1: Excellent, Eric. Thanks for having me today.
0: Yeah, I really appreciate you joining us today. We, we're actually going to start uh, a few episode series here with you, and we'll we'll spread these out here over the next, uh, we'll have these episodes over the next three or four weeks, Um, but we're, we're talking about a few different topics, um, that are really, you know, important to the, you know, the businesses in our community, um, talking a little bit about infrastructure of the business or how their, their asset utilization is. Um, but we wanted to start off here with, um, this main street loan program and, um, talk a little bit more about it and what it can do for businesses and, you know, who's eligible and things like that. So why don't we start off, if you don't mind, tell us just a little bit about the program, give give our listeners kind of an overview of what the program is all about.
1: Sure. Uh, it's a very interesting time with the 2020 and the different uh, programs that have been announced through the CARES Act and uh, the Main Street uh, program that was announced earlier this year uh, is, is just another example. Uh, and, and basically the idea and the spirit Behind the Main Street program was, uh, you know, the economy had some some winded at sales, um, and and looking at that, they said, okay, the the uh, what faced the with the pandemic and, and COVID, you know, what can we do to help you know the small to middle size uh, organization and business, uh, you know, kind of keep that wind at their back uh, and keep moving, and so it's really. Uh, the the spirit of it is to provide capital and inject capital into small to middle-sized businesses and then with some some pretty generous uh, repayment terms so again as a way to capitalize and provide liquidity for that for that uh, you know small to mid-sized business
0: cool and it was it was directly related to the cares act
1: it was so it was it's kind of carved out of out of the cares act
0: yeah so that came into play here in the last six seven months or so. That, that That's right. That's right. Okay. So how is it, the main street program different than maybe the, cause many of our uh, listeners are familiar with, cause we've talked about it several times <laughs> over several episodes, the paycheck protection program. So those both came out of the cares act. So tell us a little bit about the differences between the two. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the, and the PPP was really for uh, the paycheck protection program was really for the the employees. It was for small businesses to deploy to keep pe- people employed uh, during those kind of first you know first period of time. And, and the Main Street program is really probably uh, it, it looks out a little bit further, right? It. it it kind of is attacking not the you know first eight weeks, but it's attacking the next you know kind of lingering impacts um, within you know within the business uh, kind of environment. Uh, the The PVP is is a forgivable loan, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where the uh, where the Main Street loan is is not a forgivable. None none of that portion is forgivable. So gotcha. uh, that's obviously a big <laughs> a big It's a big difference. That is uh, yeah, big difference.
0: (laughs) Well, and so, but, but the, the program was built to just be, as you mentioned early on, it's, it's just built favorably for the, the, the recipient of the funds. That's correct. Uh, So tell us a little bit about the, uh, the requirements uh, to be eligible for, for a main street program loan.
1: Yeah, you have to be an eligible borrower uh, and, and there's some, literature out there that will go through that, you know, there's there's limitations um on on company size, so it's fifteen thousand employees or, or fewer uh and had annual revenues of, of five billion or less. So you can see it, you know, from a small to middle sized um company or and even a large company, um you know it's it's kind of all encompassing.
0: Uh those are the only stipulations just under 15,000 or less employees?
1: Yeah, um there there are other kind of components but that's kind of to create you as an eligible you you know you have to employ people within the United States um you know most of your uh you, again you, you have to be domestically focused if you will um right. so which is pretty standard across most uh, most government government programs Got it So those, those are kind of the eligibility side. And then you obviously have to have, um, you have to work with an eligible lender, Mm -hmm. uh, as well. So
0: is that basically any community bank, any, any financial institution in the country or are there specific ones to look for?
1: There are, I mean, it's, there's a list that's actually on the, um, on their website, you know, from, um, so this is actually administered, uh, by the federal reserve board of Boston. Mm -hmm. Um, that's where where it's kind of flows through and uh but anyone who is any bank or financial institution that is set up to process sba loans um and and has filled out the appropriate uh, paperwork to become an eligible lender uh will you'll you'll have that capability to work
0: with them gotcha okay so, let's talk about the loan itself. So, uh, someone applies for this. How is the loan structured, and what are the repayment terms that they need to, to be aware of?
1: Sure. So, the this, the the loan is structured almost like a participation, um, and so uh, your your eligible lender will provide a loan for 100% of you know whatever the loan amount is, and then. You know they'll participate 95% of that loan out with the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, so through a, a special purpose vehicle. So that's something to to kind of keep in mind. Um, that's how they set it up, set up through the through the CARES Act. So um, your your eligible lender that you work with will obviously have to interface with that special purpose vehicle as well. The the repayment, as far as it's a five year term loan. And again, there's three different programs that have, um, within it for for for-profit entities. Uh, there's a new loan, a priority loan and an expanded loan. Uh, and they kind of have different characteristics within themselves, but for the main, for the main part of it, it, it's a five-year term. Uh, you have full principal and interest deferment for the first 12 months an interest only period for the next 12 months. And then, um, principal curtailments of 15% in year three, 15% in year four, and then 70% in year five. And so what you can see, again, is there's a, an influx of capital that goes into a business, and then you're not forced to pay that back really until year three from a principal standpoint, You know, starting year three. Right. So you can see how, um, again, you kind of put that money to work and make sure that that uh, your know, money is going out into you know into the as working capital uh, with some flexible repayment terms so uh, so it's uh, again a, a, again for the for the right business it, it is uh, extremely powerful uh, from a from a leveraged finance standpoint so the main difference is, is really leverage so the, the new loan facility you can go to four times your your 2019 ebitda uh, your priority uh, loan facility you can go to six times your 2019 EBITDA, and then the uh, expanded facility allows you to actually refinance existing debt. Uh, the other two don't allow you to refinance existing debt within that. So,
0: gotcha. So, so outside of that, the I mean, the uses for the loan—you don't have to be impacted by COVID for this.
1: You will need to have some impact um, with COVID, right. Whether that's the supply chain. That's right. That's right.
0: Yep. Um, so uh, speaking of kind of these, these loans, you know, um, no, we've, we've seen, we've seen a few, um, but what are some of the reasons maybe some businesses are shying away from, from a program like this?
1: Yeah. And that's a good question. And I think it's, it's something that You're seeing the Main Street program and the the Main Street facilities a lot in the news, um, you know, of how, um, you know, basically the federal government is within the and within the banking kind of realm is is trying to bolster, you know, small businesses and support small businesses in this time. And so, you know, I think there's two really big pieces uh, as as companies are digging into this um, that kind of give them pause. We'll start with the, the first one, um, which is probably the most important to, to small businesses, uh, is, you know, their ability for compensation. And so compensation uh, within these programs it is actually capped to 2019 levels. Um, and so if you have, you know, if you receive a W-2, sal- you know, some sort of salary, you um, you you're capped at 2019 levels. Additionally, if you're an S corp, you're capped at, on distributions um, only. You know they can only cover your tax liability for future years. So you can't. Uh, again, most business owners who are an S corp will you know pull out distributions. You know as part of their annual compensation. You know utilization of this program uh, will will not allow that so and and it actually extends to 12 months past the term of of the the loan so if you pay it off in year 1 um those limitations actually continue to increase you know for the next 12 months they're they stay in place uh so that's a that's a big one uh it also limits you know in the same same um kind of vein it limits uh, repurchase of stock. So basically you can't use this money to increase your position, um, you know, from a, from a corporate standpoint or, or take further distributions. So,
0: right. It's so help, that's one keep, that help is, keep your business going. <laughs> that,
1: that's right. Not to pull anything out. And so that's where the limitations are is, you know, listen, you know, we can't, uh, we can't allow you to inject this and then pull it out in some other, some other manner, uh, you know, some other manner. Right. So that's that is a big one. Um, The the second, you know, the other big one is the reporting requirements. So, you know, a lot of organizations report, you know, on an annual basis. Uh, These programs require quarterly um, Mm. financial reports, and so. You know, if if you don't, and it's timely quarterly financial reports, and so if you don't have that infrastructure and you don't have that already built in, trying to take that on um, for this could be uh, can, can
0: daunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that all flows through the financial institution where you get the the funds from.
1: That's right, so they would collect and then um they would interface uh and submit those you know as a requirement for the loan, so because they're going to want those as well um, mm. you know your financial institution and is, are they looking
0: for them. something so if 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 your numbers start to slip, do they call the loan or That's, what's the
1: that's right well I think it's a couple of things I think one they um, you know a sophisticated borrower is what they are looking for here mm-hmm. uh, they want to make sure that you know you were having success prior to the, the pandemic uh, and that you're going to use these funds to have you know that same level or continued success going forward uh, and part of that has to do with just the infrastructure that you've built um, over time and and so they want to see that you know again that you have prompts you know, financial reporting, and and then two, it's to to basically hold you accountable to that. Um, you know, as you look forward, if you say that I'm going to have success going forward, uh, and I'm going to use these funds for success to be successful, then you know they want to you know monitor that on a quarterly basis. So I'm not sure exactly what the default terms are right. uh, as far as you know what what trigger you know if your ratio drops below X, you know, that triggers. I don't think that's, um, I don't think that's embedded in the covenants of the loan doc. Um, I think it's more of a monitoring.
0: Gotcha. Cool. Well, Tony, do you have any closing thoughts that you can share with our listeners about the main street program and and any thoughts for who should be considering it? Um, to, 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 to reach out and learn more.
1: Yeah, and, and I, I definitely, I think it is just with most of the, you know, different programs that are out there, you know, everyone who went through the PPP process understands that, you know, leveraging you know, your, your financial institution and leveraging your, you know, accounting professional CPA uh, and getting them on board as far as what you're thinking and, and letting them vet those along with an attorney, uh, especially with the Main Street program, um, you know, making sure that your entire kind of... Um, you know, an entire group of professionals that you lean on, uh, think that this is a good idea. So start the conversation, start the conversation early. If you think that this is going to be something that, you know, benefits you and your company long term. Got it.
0: Cool. Is there a, a timing on them? Like, is there a, an end date when you can apply for the, those funds?
1: It, it actually, it does. It does end at the, um, December 31st of this year. So, uh, it is kind of a tight window, Uh, If you are going to, to move forward so that, there is definitely some, a sense of urgency
0: there. Excellent. All right, Tony, I want to sincerely thank you for joining me today and providing such helpful insights and information about this, this really powerful program that could, could potentially help uh, a lot of businesses out there. If any of our listeners have a question or want to learn more, what's the best way they can get the support they need?
1: Sure. Uh, you know, they can always go to www.mybank.com and click the contact button, or if you want to reach me directly, um, you can always call me with any questions. Uh, the best number to reach me is 404-435-1611. And again, my name is Tony Rotersheimer.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Tony, thanks again. I really appreciate it. Thanks Eric. Thanks for having me. Yep. That brings us to the end of our show. You can always find more episodes by visiting mybank.com/podcast or on your favorite podcast app. And the good news is we're on basically every podcast app there is out there. So subscribe and uh and while you're at it, give us a give us a five-star review. That really helps us uh, and and helps other people find our podcast so that they can find this helpful information like Tony shared today. Uh, You can also always leave us feedback, ask questions, or request a topic for us to discuss by sending an email to podcast at mybank.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with more helpful content. But until then, we wish you the best in focusing on what matters most to you.
1: Do I have enough money to retire?
0: Is my family protected if something happens to me?
1: Is my plan getting me where I'm going? Are you ready if I want to be a doctor?
0: When it comes to money, we all have questions. That's why First United Wealth Management has a team of experts ready to listen and provide solutions. First United Wealth Management.
1: First United, my bank for life.
0: This recording is for informational purposes only. Any references in this recording to any person, organization, product or service does not constitute or imply the endorsement, recommendation or affiliation with First United Bank & Trust. First United is not responsible for your use of the information mentioned within this podcast. Please consult legal or tax professionals for counsel as needed.